0: Myra Simon helps our Baby Boomer listeners with their college-bound children or grandparents who want to get their grandchildren off on the right foot. There's more to college planning than filling out applications. Learn how she helps our children and grandchildren on today's episode of Rock Your Retirement.
1: Talking with people about how to have a great retirement. This is the Rock Your Retirement Show. We don't talk about money, but we talk about almost everything else you need to rock your retirement. Now, here's your host, Kathy Klein.
0: Our guest for today is Myra Simon. She's a professionally trained coach from the Institute of Professional Excellence in Coaching and an independent educational consultant who specializes in helping high school students go through the college planning, preparation, and application process without overwhelm so they feel excited and confident that they have what they need to choose a college that is best for them. Myra's coach training provides the unique foundation that helps students explore their talents, strengths, and passions, Discover their purpose to use that to develop their vision for the future so that they can design the path that helps them to find their college in college and throughout their lives. Now you might ask, why do we have a college coach talking about retirement? Well, Myra can help you in the area of social and family and also helping you in that sandwich generation. So that's why
1: Myra is on the show today. So, Myra, say hello. Hello, Kathy, and hello, listeners, and thank you so much for having me today. I really appreciate it.
0: Well, thank you for being on the show. So what's your background? Did you, you know, grow up thinking when you were five years old, wow, I want to be a college coach when I grow up?
1: (laughs) You know what? No, I did not. And you know what's so interesting is that I read a statistic the other day that says that 40% of the students who are going to be entering high school right now are going to be working in jobs that aren't even created yet. So, oh my goodness. isn't that amazing? <laughs> and so that's sort of this similarity with a college coach. There wasn't really a need for that or there wasn't really a job. So, um, no, when I was little, um, the first thing I can remember wanting to be was on the radio. So how great is it that?
0: <laughs> wow. So now you're on a podcast. I'm on a podcast. I fulfilled <laughs> my dream. Yeah, It's Uh, better than radio. You can pause it. You can fast forward it. I love podcasts. I don't even listen to the radio anymore.
1: (laughs) No, it's really, really true. And so I graduated from college, and I was actually in the radio broadcasting business as an account executive and a sales manager and a sales director. And I did that for 25 plus years. And I realized that what I loved most about my career in radio was mentoring and coaching young people. And As a sales director, my responsibilities really involve supporting my team to meet and achieve the company's overall goals, and connecting it to their own personal and professional goals. I found really helped to inspire them and motivate them, and create really a win-win, you know, situation. So, um, through a friend uh, who was a coach, I realized that that's actually what I was doing, and there was a profession called coaching, where I could do this full time. So back in 2010, as you mentioned, I went back to school, I got my coaching certification. And um, interestingly enough, for your listeners, the first group that I started working with were pre-retirees. You're kidding. I had no idea. So tell me a little bit about that. I know. So it's crazy. So I, I started working with Um, adults that were looking for the next chapter in their career. And I call it the pre-retirement transition, if you will. People that weren't quite ready to completely retire, but were looking to, you know, sort of give back and do something that they loved. And, you know, what was so fascinating, Kathy, is in working with these adults, it almost always came back to an unfulfilled goal or dream from their college days. And... So I asked myself, how can I reach these people sooner to help them identify their dreams and and create their path? And so I started working with 20-somethings and discovered that many of them entered college without having a really clear idea of what they wanted to do and why.
0: Well, I know I didn't.
1: Exactly. Me too. In fact, I think it took me about
0: 20 years to fully (laughs) go through college. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Exactly. Um, So I asked myself again, you know, as a coach, we're always asking questions. How can I make a difference sooner? And that's when I started working with high school students.
0: Well, that is really awesome. I did not know that about you. Are there. So for my listeners who are thinking about retiring, are there coaches that specialize in pre-retirement or like how would they find a coach that did what you used to do?
1: There absolutely are, and you know, there's a couple of different ways to do that. There's a coaching directory called Nomi, I believe, N-O-O-M-I. Um, they could actually reach out to me, and I could connect them with some of my IPEC colleagues because they're incredibly well trained. Um, they could even go on Google and search um, baby boomer coaches, or uh, retiree um, coaching, or you know, transition coaching. Those are all pretty good keywords to
0: use. That's great. I actually may want to interview one of these coaches on my show. So we'll talk about that after this interview is over. So thank you for that. Okay. So you told us a little bit about, well, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, Like I said, I had no idea that that's how you started out. And I love the fact that you coach college kids because I, I don't know if you realize this, but I didn't finish college until 2005. What I finally wound up doing was using some of the courses for my professional designation, which were upper level college courses, and just went ahead and applied those and then slowly finished my degree. It took me about two years after that. And that's when I got my degree in 2005.
1: Good for you. Yes. I think that's great. And, you know, that's why I named my business Pathway to College, because I don't feel like there's one size fits all pathway. You know, it doesn't always support everybody to go straight from high school to a four-year college. And that doesn't necessarily have to be the case. So I think that's fabulous the way you did it.
0: Well, I was a little lost, but... (laughs) Glad I finally did it. Now I now I can say that I have a degree <laughs> in finance. By the way, <laughs> congratulations. Well, thank you. Okay, so we talked a little bit about how you decided to get into your current line of work. How do you usually get a new client? Do they Google you? Does somebody refer them to you? What what what's your typical client? How do they find you?
1: The typical client finds me from referral uh, from either somebody that I've worked with previously or people that work with parents or grandparents um, in related areas. So, for example, um, I get referrals from psychologists. I get referrals from um, test preparation planners. I get referrals from uh, people that work with students, you know, in, in any different area related to college planning or preparation. Wow,
0: so how did you meet these people? You just went around and introduced yourself when you started coaching or did you already have a network of these type of people?
1: I went around and introduced myself to a lot of these people and found out, you know, how they worked with students and what they did and, you know, what their philosophies were and, you know, I found a a couple of people that worked with high school students in a very like-minded way in the same way that I did, in a, in a much more broad way about helping them to really understand who they were and what they loved and what was important to them and what their strengths were and being able to use all of that to find their college or their pathway to college that was best for them.
0: Well, I love that. You know, my audience mainly consists of baby boomers. And baby boomers are known as the sandwich generation because they are taking care of children and also taking care of their parents. And so we do have people that come in and and do interviews with me that talk about how to take care of their parents. Your information is fabulous for people who still have children living at home or for grandparents who want to make a contribution. So I think it's fantastic what you do. And before we met, I had no idea there was such thing as a college coach. So I think that's fabulous. Thank you. So tell me about one of your clients, some kind of story about them, maybe a heartwarming story or funny or interesting.
1: Absolutely. So, you know, I've got so many stories. I mean, we could do like 10 podcasts. Um, <laughs> you know, um, one, of my, one of my favorite stories is um, one of my students I'm going to call Sue. And, you know, she, your story of being in college for a while and going back, you know, this sort of reminds me of her, you know, she was at community college for about three years. And she was pretty lost and really, All she knew was that she didn't want to stay there another year, you know, that just the thought of going to community college again for one more year and not knowing what she wanted to do was just overwhelming. And Wasn't there a TV show
0: called Community College or Community or something? Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There should be one called Community College because it's easy to get lost there. Um, So we worked together for about, oh, I'd say uh, six or seven months and really helped her to see all that she'd already accomplished, and to take everything that she loved about what she did, and the things that she didn't love about what she did, and all the ideas that she had swirling around in her head, and combine that with her her values, and her passions, and her gifts, and her strengths, and put together a pathway for her and came up with about six or seven different colleges that she wanted to transfer to. And, you know, the, the heartwarming part is I will never forget this. I met her at the door one day, and she was, you know, about on the verge of tears. And she said, I, I can't do any more math. <laughs> I'm done. And I said, you know what? That's an incredible awareness, and that makes sense. And let's just find the areas that you're interested in and majors that don't have a lot of math. And we were out so
0: engineering was not in her engineering
1: future. Engineering and genetics were not in her future. <laughs> um, and so, you know, fast forward, we did, and she's happily at her school. She's in her second. Um, quarter up there, and uh, she could not be happier. So there's just so many, you know, stories about that. You know, seen, working with seniors that just have put off the whole college thing because it's so daunting and it's so overwhelming, and they're just not sure what they want to do or even if they want to go. And, you know, just being able to sit down with them for even five or six meetings and to replace the unknown with knowns
0: and and when you say seniors you mean seniors
1: in high school seniors in high school sorry Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah a distinction for this show yeah. <laughs> yeah so there's just so many so many wonderful stories I'm, but you work with them before they're seniors too right yeah, and you, absolutely
0: so when is a good time for a student to start working with you
1: you know, I've had students start working with me as early as um, second semester freshman year, and that's that's probably the earliest. You know, I started working with one student first semester of her freshman year, and was able to work with her on and off all the way up through her senior year of high school, and that's a tremendous opportunity as well because it helps that student to really take advantage of exploring all the different opportunities in high school and learn more about, you know, what's out there and help them to know what they don't know and discover different parts of them that maybe they wouldn't have even explored, you know, had we not, you know, done that together and had they not been aware of all these things that they were great at or things that they wanted to try that maybe they were a little bit reluctant or hesitant to do so. So. Um, there's, you know, it's, it's never a, um, it's never too early, is what I like to say.
0: Well, that's wonderful. But most of your clients probably come when they're seniors,
1: junior right? Senior, yes.
0: Yeah, seniors in high school. So that's, that's really who you're looking for is somebody who's either late stage junior year or early senior year when they really start looking at college. Well, actually, don't they start looking when they're juniors?
1: Yes, they do. And, you know, it's starting earlier and earlier, and hence the, you know, tremendous pressure and overwhelm that a lot of, you know, parents or grandparents can feel or see on the faces of their children or their grandchildren. And, you know, I also work with, as I mentioned, transfer students. Um, that's a, a population that t- can tend to get very lost, you know, very quickly and helping them to realize that it's not too late and they absolutely have the opportunity to shift their course and transfer to a university if they choose or to even get more clarity and focus of how they want to finish at community college and get an AA.
0: Well, I have to tell you that when I was practicing, I used to tell my clients all the time that they should send their kids to a community college first and then have them transfer and you know I got a lot of pushback from that because people would say well they want the college experience you know and to me that means drinking Um what I found was that community college for me meant I was in a class of 30 to 40 students and I had full access to the actual professor who was teaching the course So good or bad, that's what I used to say. And um, I know you probably have different advice for people.
1: You know what? The key word that you just said is advice. I don't give advice as a coach. Um, There's not one size fits all, like you said, and it completely depends on each individual student. And you are absolutely right. I am a big proponent of community college first, 100%. There's a lot of educational consultants out there that are very much about you must go to a four-year college, you must do this. And that's where the coaching integrates with my certification as an educational consultant. Um, It really depends on each individual student's and family's goals. And so that's one of the reasons, like you said, to have somebody like me as part of your family and as part of your planning so that we can figure that out. You know, there's plenty of four-year colleges that you have direct access to professors and the class sizes are 19 to 25 students in a class, you know.
0: Wow, Con- that's incredible. Yeah,
1: conversely, um, it's, it's a fantastic opportunity, as you said, to go two years community college and transfer to a four-year university as the story of my student that I gave you because not only have you saved a lot of money, you also, as you said, are graduate. It's where you graduate from. It's where you finish, not where you start. And so taking that into account and then using, you know, working together and figuring out what are that student's strengths? What's important to them? You know, what are their passions? What are their goals? You know, what are their values? That helps to determine. So, for example, to your point, you know, you and I sitting together, absolutely, from figuring that out and working together, we would have designed a pathway that was probably exactly the same as the one you took. Because Except maybe not 20 years. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, maybe Maybe a quarter of that time.
0: <laughs> I would have finished a lot faster had I had a college coach. So let's get back to talking about how you can help our listeners, the baby boomers, so it's pretty obvious if you have a child, but if you don't have, let's say your your kids are grown and you've got grandchildren, how can you help? Tell me a story about some of the grandparents who have provided your services as a gift.
1: Absolutely, and that is actually one of my well, they're all my favorite stories. But I, love, okay. I love my family. Um, but this this is so wonderful. I I love this couple so. What they're doing is that they decided they wanted to provide their grandchildren the gift of helping them with their future, okay? And rather than just provide them the financial support for college, you know, put away money for it, they wanted to combine that financial support with the support of helping them to create their college plan, know what they wanted to do and why, so that both their grandchildren and themselves maximized the investment and got the most out of it, not just financially, but socially, emotionally, mentally, you know, every single aspect. So uh, this couple hired me to work with both of their grandsons. So the first grandson that I worked with was a senior. And we worked with him on his pathway. He ended up applying to about three or four different uh, colleges. He just emailed me uh, two weeks ago to tell me that his, he got his first acceptance. So that was so cool. And oh,
0: that's exciting.
1: Really exciting. And they also then hired me to work with the their older grandson, who is right now at a community college and because he is in his um second year and and i just met with him monday so this is so fresh and so exciting um where we are right now in our working together is he went and um, met with his counselor and we had put together a whole list of questions to ask and so that he could get completely focused and know exactly what he wanted to do because we've already outlined the schools that he's going to be applying to. And Kathy, this was so great. He was able to, to go back and find out exactly what he needed he he does need to go one extra semester than he thought, but it's not going to have him go over the amount of time. It's just he thought he was going to be able to finish a little bit sooner. He's exactly right on track. He knows all the requirements that he needs. Um, there, our next step is to call the colleges he's going to go to and make sure that everything is copacetic. And so and the best part was, you know, I get to go to the grandparents' house and meet with these students, and so we all get to celebrate together, you know. Which is, oh, I love that. Oh, my gosh. That's exciting. It's so great. It's so great. I, I love this family. So that's just one example.
0: That's wonderful. Okay, so one of the questions that I was going to ask was the price range of your service, but I don't want to ask that because podcasts live forever. So somebody might listen to this show five years from now. But what I would like to know is when you are working with somebody, is it more of a flat fee? Is it more of an hourly? How do you work that out? And does the family know what your price is going to be before they start working with you?
1: That is an excellent question and so well asked, by the way, Um, and very aware, very aware asked. So... My prices are a flat fee. The families know exactly what they're going to pay um, before we start working together. And the way that I work, Kathy, is that um, once I'm contacted by a family, what I will do is I will – have a discovery session with the parents or the grandparents to find out exactly what their goals are and expectations and what they're looking for on behalf of their grandchildren or their children. The next step is that I meet with the grandchild or the child to find out what their goals and expectations are and to make sure that they are 100% enrolled in working together. And then... I take my program and I go over it with the family so that they absolutely understand what the cost is and they know what they're going to be paying up front.
0: That's fabulous because, you know, there's no, nothing worse than not knowing how much something is going to cost. And I'm assuming that your first consultation is uh, pro bono?
1: Yes. The discovery session with the family and with the student, are both pro bono.
0: Oh, wonderful. That way they can meet with you. They don't have to worry that you're charging them by the hour. You'll explain everything, and then they can decide whether or not they can afford it or not.
1: 100%. And, you know, to your point of, you know, affording it and not affording it, and you're absolutely right, uh, when you think about it, and you look at the cost of college and even to your example about um, going to community college for two years and then going to a four year university after that for two years. Imagine the savings being able to work with someone like me um, versus spending fifteen, twenty, twenty five thousand dollars a year on tuition at a school that maybe isn't best suited for that student or where they are not exactly sure what they want to do or why.
0: I completely understand. And also, um, do you help them get through school in four years? Or I've heard that there's most students don't get out before five years. Is that something that you help them do or is that outside of your purview?
1: So that's outside because that's really up to the university. You know, there's so many things that you can't control. You can't control what majors or what classes are going to get impacted every year. You can't control how many students enroll in a specific major. You know, you can't control any of that stuff. At the same time, to your point, um, one of the things that we do talk about is that the more focus and understanding you have about what direction you want to go and why it does help you to be able to get through a four year college in four years. Okay. So a lot of, a lot of it is planning. The other thing is, you know, I'll work with my students and again, here's where the coach part comes in on more of a coaching aspect as well. So helping them with life skills as well as specific educational skills. So for example, even just imparting um, knowledge on things like when they go to, uh, visit a college, asking those questions, Kathy. How many of your students graduate in four years? You know, of the ones that graduate in four years, what is it that they're doing differently than maybe some of the other students? Finding that information out ahead of time is, is, you know, a great way to be able to plan to get out of school within a four-year or four-and-a-half-year period. Um, So, for example, I went on a college tour, and the college basically said, you know, there's a lot of misinformation about there that it takes five, six, seven years to graduate. You know, some of that is based in fact. Some of it is just the fact that, A lot of the students don't want to take classes at 8 in the morning or 9 in the morning, right? (laughs)
0: Right, because they're partying until, you know, midnight.
1: Or because they say, oh, I'm finally away from home and I can sleep in. So, (laughs) you know, so knowing these types of things and finding out that information, again, um, asking the questions and getting as many unknowns translated into knowns as possible helps you to accomplish that goal.
0: Well, I love that. I can tell you that the college that I went to was impacted. Um, My degree was part of the business administration. So I have a degree in financial services, and business was certainly impacted at San Diego State, and I'm sure it still is. And as an older student, I didn't want to take five years to finish my degree. I wanted to get it done and over with, and I was taking classes at night. So what I did was I joined the Student Grievance Committee, and that gave me priority. And so I was one of the – I got to enroll before everybody else. And at the time, I don't know if they still do this, but I also got a uh, teacher's parking pass on the day of the meeting, which was fantastic.
1: Oh my God, that that <laughs> right there is worth its weight in gold. <laughs>
0: So your students might want to find out what benefits there are of joining student government. (laughs) (laughs) That there might be some benefits that they're not aware of besides just getting a stipend. Some schools give a stipend, I think, and some don't. But there are additional perks like being able to pre-enroll before everybody else that you might want to ask before – You know, just to see if you want to get involved, because for me, that was completely worth it.
1: Oh, my God. That's such a great example. And, you know, and a lot of it is, like you said, just taking advantage and asking the questions and going in with the intention. So if your intention is I'm graduating in four years, then you're going to look for opportunities and ask the questions to find out what are the ways I can do this? How can I make this happen? Which is exactly what you did. Yes.
0: And I'm sure that you do that with your students as well. Do you keep in touch with them once they're in college? I
1: do. How does that work? I do, actually, Um, you know, if they want to. You know, one of the uh, first students that I worked with, and and this was when I was working with students that were still, you know, in college and lost and weren't quite sure what they wanted to do or, you know, which way to go or what major and, you know, kind of had entered in more of a lost uh Capacity, uh, this student, I still get emails from his mom, which is so awesome. I just got an email from her about a month ago, and this is, I worked with him two years ago, where she said, you know, I just want to let you know, um, John is doing fantastic. Oh, he really so found right. his special purpose, and we're just so grateful, and oh my God, it is amazing. That
0: must make it so worth it.
1: Oh, I can't, it's beyond words. <laughs>
0: Well, I just love that about you. So we are going to wrap up the show. And as you know, this show is about retirement. That's why it's called Rock Your Retirement. And I know that you do work with some people that are retired, such as grandparents, and you've worked with retirees and you've known retirees in the past. So if you could think of one thing that you think people should know, before they retire what would that be
1: that is such a great question and you know in a way it's not dissimilar to how I work with my students and it's really understanding what it is that you would love to have your retirement look like what's important to you about your retirement and why and Sometimes it can just be as simple as sitting down and talking with a friend or talking with your spouse or about things like, um, gosh, if I had more time today, I would do X. Or if all of a sudden work closed for the day, and, we, you know, we don't have snow days in California, right? But That's <laughs> true. If we, if we had a metaphorical snow day
0: or rain days or rain here day. nobody wants to drive in the rain exactly
1: and you could do anything you wanted all day what would it be you know what are you most looking forward to that you've said to yourself you know when you're busy at work or in the midst of a stressful deadline oh gosh i can't wait until i retire so i have more time to do x just having awareness about that and sort of you know, making mental notes or jotting that down or having conversations with friends is a great way to enter your retirement because then you've got a little bit of a goal and a plan and an intention.
0: That's fabulous advice. I, you know, I can't tell you how sick people get when they have nothing to do but sit around and watch TV. So that is just fabulous advice. And then the last question is, we have a lot of listeners who are new retirees or maybe they feel stuck in their lives at the moment. If you were sitting across from the table from a new retiree, what's the one piece of advice that you would give them to have a successful retirement?
1: Hmm. You know, I, I feel like the answer to that question is very similar. To the answer uh, of the previous question. I I feel like it's just really having awareness around what's important to you and what you want to do and to remove the shoulds. Okay.
0: So get out and do something.
1: Get out and do something and don't limit yourself. You know, just go out and do it and use the experience of doing it to be able to ask yourself, do I enjoy this? Would I like to do more of it? What parts of this do I like? What else can I find that I'd like to do? So I I would just take off all the limits and just get out there and be active. And I don't mean being active means you have to run a marathon, right? I mean just actively go out and find things that you love. It's almost like I would call it almost like a um, a passion scavenger hunt. Like, go out, <laughs> That's great. go out there and just do things and use the experience to sort of put together what it is that you want to do in your retirement.
0: Well, that is great advice. So, how can my guests contact you for more information? You have a phone number, an email, a website?
1: I have all of the above. So, um, they could go to my website if they just want to sort of explore what I do and how I do it, and that is www.com. C-O-A-C-H-M-I-R-A dot com. So it's Coach Myra, Myra spelled M-I-R-A dot com. M like Mary. M like Mary, I like ice cream, R like ran, and A like apple. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Myra dot com. Yes.
1: They can also um, reach me via email, and that's at Myra. At CoachMyra.com. Very easy. <laughs> so, Myra at CoachMyra.com.
0: And what's your phone number? It's
1: 858 437 4500. 858 437 4500. And they could also email me, Kathy, and I'd be happy to put them on my um, bi monthly email newsletter. And that's just a great way to sort of learn about what I do and how I do it and pass information along to people.
0: Wonderful. So on your website, you have a sign up list for your newsletter. And when you say bi-monthly, does that mean twice a month or every other month?
1: Twice a month. Sorry. So
0: bi-weekly, I guess that would be. So you have been a fantastic guest, Myra. Thank you so much for coming on the Rock Your Retirement Show. We really appreciate it. And to all my listeners. Have a fantastic day and
1: let's rock your retirement. Thanks for listening to the Rock Your Retirement Show. If you are rocking your retirement or know someone who would make a great guest on our show, please send us an email at podcast at rockyourretirement.com.
0: Are you a couple who is living in North County, San Diego, and would like to make more friends who are aged 50 and over? North County Young at Heart Meetup Group is looking for more members. The membership dues are only $10 a year, but if you host one meetup, your dues are waived. For more information, if you are in San Diego, just go to meetup.com, sign up for a free meetup membership, and then search for North County Young at Heart. Remember, if you host an event during your three-month trial, your fees are waived.